$100,000 is a lot of money, but I use that number because it's easy. So if you double it in five years, it's 200. Double it in five years, it's 400. Double it in five years, it's 800. Double it in five years, it's 1.6 million. Double it in five years, it's 3.2 million. So at the beginning, try to reinvest so you get that compound effect. Welcome to the power of passive income and how to retire rich with your host, Vijay Patel. Get your financial advice straight from the experts and learn how to take your first steps towards financial freedom. If you're ready to retire rich, then listen up. So I will just, you know, uh, tell you a little bit of a funny story that I had, right? So uh, similar to what you were mentioning, like uh, back in the days when I, I started my healthcare career, we used to buy rundown nursing homes, community hospitals, like, so my employer had a big money. So every three months, like a quarterly meeting, he will come with a folder saying, oh, I've just bought this. Now you guys figure it out. So the first one we did was a, you know, kind of assist, like rundown assisted living upstate New York. Um, didn't know what to do. And it was my, and like there was a nurse job to flip that place around and make it, you know, work. First one took us like almost one and a half year to flip it. The second one was one year. And then we, we became so good. Like it was like six to eight months. We knock it out and we move on. And in 2018, same thing, somebody introduced me to syndication and value add, right? So when we call, we like talk about value add. And when I was learning, I was like, wait a minute, like, you know, this is, I've been doing it already, like value add. It's just a different industry. Like, that's what we've been doing. Like, we, we used to buy a rundown nursing home. We, so I'm a numbers guy. So my job was to go in, look at the numbers and fix the numbers. And nurse's job was to make sure the compliance part was there if they were lagging or there were some dags from the state and things like that. She will work on that. I will purely work on revenue side. How can I boost the revenue? How can, how can I decrease the expense? How can we make it more efficient? How can we improve the quality of service? How can we improve the occupancy, uh, you know, uh, NOI, uh, revenue per bed, all those things. I've been doing it, you know. So that was my light bulb, like for multifamily syndication. I was like, okay, like, you know, this is what I've been doing already. It's just like from outside, it just looks so complex to even deal with. Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's very interesting that when you think about it, also you're making the world a better place, right? So we're buying rundown apartment complexes that may be not well managed or safe, and we're making them nicer places to live and safe. Clearly in your healthcare industry, you know, um, I know when my nan and puppy years ago got put in the home, I was traumatized. It wasn't that nice. Um, and it, it was even nice, but it wasn't that nice. And, you know, to be able to do that and not only provide a place for people to, to make money, but to make the world a better place, right? To take down a rundown facility, turn it into a nice facility. Um, and, you know, and, and then ultimately, I know your end, you're, you're still in the business to make money, but your end goal is to make a better place for the people to live in. And then you once you do that, you can charge more to live in there. Um, and people don't mind paying for quality. And as long as you don't outprice yourself, um, and it's the same thing in multifamily, right? If you move, you get a property, you can't double the rent because the market just won't won't survive right so you're getting that 10 20 percent the market can pay it to get a nicer property 
Um, and, and so, again, once I figured out that it was a business, um, it totally changed what I wanted to do. And, and me, obviously, I got in it pretty quickly. Um, I'm not only invested in multifamily, but it's the asset class that I know the most about and that I'm actively pursuing. Same. So, especially when we are talking about anybody's journey, right? It, it cannot be completed without failures or mistakes. Yeah. So, let's talk about that. Yeah. So, so I would say, first of all, my first failures were... Um, I was so eager to make my first investment, I just made it. And I didn't really do some due diligence on the sponsor themselves. And it turned out like, that it's not like they were dishonest or anything, they just weren't high quality. Um, I didn't quite understand some of the underwriting, like again, they said, oh, we're gonna put the rents up to this. And then after I got a little more educated, I went, okay, simple math, rent is basically three times your, or you need to make three times the rent. So if the rent's $1,000, you need to make $3,000 a month. And they said they were gonna make rent $1,000 a month, but the people only made 2,500 a month in that neighborhood. And so some of the basic facts that I know now that I talk a lot about, just to kind of double check um, that, you know, they're going to do it. And then, you know, I, I think that, and then my best deal to date, I spent a year looking at the sponsor. And I actually met with them at, at, a, at a, they were a host of a pot meetup or whatever. And then I started following them. And then I, they started sending me their deals. And I said, well, I'm not quite ready to invest with you, but would you mind sending me just the reports from those deals? Um, I promise I won't share them with anybody. Yet. And I just started to watch, how do you tell what's happening? How do you, you know, how, what, what am I seeing in your reports? And I was looking for honesty, right? Like, hey, you know, we're a little bit behind on this budget. We're a little bit ahead on this and this is why and what we've done. And to date, it's been my best investment. You know, they, they 3X'd my money in 20 months. I instantly re returned and invested with them. The second that deal came through, they had another one, um, you know, and it's a good thing. And I would say one of the bigger lessons I learned is how hard it is to switch to the active side. A lot of people, and that's why I say to people, a lot of people are saying, oh, I can't wait to get out of my job. I can't wait to do it full time. And I say, actually, you should wait as long as you can because if you keep reinvesting your money, the compounding power is amazing. So I always tell people, think of your younger self. And I know $100,000 is a lot of money, but I use that number because it's easy. So if you double it in five years, it's 200. Double it in five years, it's 400. Double it in five years, it's 800. Double it in five years, it's 1.6 million. Double it in five years, it's 3.2 million. So at the beginning, Try to reinvest so you get that compound effect. And if you could imagine if my 25 or 30 year old self put that $100,000 in and you know, now I'm in my 60s, uh, you know, I, I would have been a multimillionaire, you know, 20 years ago almost. And so it's very important for people to understand the power that your money has when it's combined in, in this vehicle. And if you reinvest the 
profits versus try to live off of them. Now, I know there reaches a point where everybody wants to get out of the, you know, and, and you will reach that point. And, you know, it's, but, but just, you know, there's a lot of, even, even, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad in his book talk about that, right? That, you know, he talks about when he finally bought his Porsche, you know, he did, he did an investment enough to pay for it. He didn't take it out of his, out of his regular income. Yeah.